Okay. Hi, everyone. Good evening. Wonderful to see you all. So we'll sit for a bit. Um, and then uh, I have, I'll have some remarks about practice. And then hopefully there'll be a little time for afterwards for some discussion. Um, okay. So please get in a comfortable position. Take a few deep breaths. Breathing in deeply through the nose and exhaling nice and slow through your slightly open mouth. Take one more deep breath in this way, really feeling your upper body just fill up with air on the inhale. And exhale nice and slow through your slightly open mouth. And now let your mouth come to a close and just breathe in and out through the nose. And from now on, just let your breath come and go at its own rhythm or pace. It's okay if the breath is shallow, uneven, doesn't matter. Just let the breath find its own rhythm, whatever it may be. Now please bring your awareness to the inside of the tip of your nose. Just feel the sensations produced there, the passage of your breath in and out of the body. If you can feel sensations of an entire inhalation from the very beginning of the in-breath to its end. And do the same with an entire exhalation feeling the sensations for, from the very beginning of an out-breath to its, all the way to its end. 
And just this, breath after breath, feeling with as much detail and clarity as possible all the sensations. One in-breath, one out-breath after the other. Whenever you notice that you've become lost in thought, you've lost track of the breath, just notice kind of thought has carried you away. And then gently but firmly bring your awareness back to the breath. See if you can attend to each breath, each inhalation, each exhalation, as if it was the very first or the very last of your life. It's easy to get kind of zoned out when we do this kind of practice. Just think, oh, it's just one breath after another, but 
Can you attend to each breath as its own thing, its own precious thing? Really feeling, putting all your awareness into that one breath, just one breath, and then the next, and then the next. Notice the way the sensations of the breath change, even if only very subtly, moment by moment, throughout the course of each in-breath and out-breath. It doesn't feel the same throughout the entire breath. There are subtle changes, shifts in the sensations. Feel the texture of the breath and the way the texture alters over time. as a way of deepening even further your awareness of the breath. Pay attention to the brief pause between the end of one exhalation and the beginning of the next inhalation. Follow the breath all the way to the end of the out-breath. Notice that brief pause that happens before the next in-breath just naturally begins.
Remember that when thoughts pull you away, just notice that you're thinking, just acknowledge that you're thinking. Notice what kind of thought you're having and then bring your awareness back to the breath. And pay special attention to those thoughts that are about meditation itself, that may be judging how this meditation is going, evaluating, maybe telling yourself you're doing well or not well enough. And remember that those are just thoughts as well. Just notice that you're thinking about meditation and then come back to the breath. While you continue following the breath and the nose, include in your awareness all the sounds in the space around you. You're feeling the sensation of the breath. You're also just hearing everything there is to hear around you. If you find it difficult to do both simultaneously, just gently toggle your awareness back and forth between the breath and the nose and the sounds in the space around you. Once in a while, see if you can hold both in awareness simultaneously. And with practice, you'll be able to do it more consistent.
right now? Can you hear all the sounds in the space around you? The last five or so minutes of this sitting together, you to keep following the breath and the nose, keep listening to the sounds around you, but soften and open your awareness so that you're just aware of the body as a whole, just sitting here. The breath is a part of your awareness. Sounds are a part of your awareness. But you're not focused so narrowly on either of them anymore. You're just noticing the feel of the entire body as you breathe. Oh, your awareness is more wide open, just noticing all there is to feel as you sit here, just breathing in and out. So as sensations arise in different parts of the body, you need to be part of your field of awareness. Let your awareness be open, relaxed. Just letting 
whatever arises, just be there as part of your experience. Okay, everyone, it's wonderful. Please feel free to move your body, stretch, take a drink of water.
Okay. So what we did there at the end, that open awareness practice, is really, um, I think, the core practice of the tradition that um, that we're practicing together here. Uh, in in Zen, it's called shikantaza, which uh, translates as just sitting, um, just being aware of whatever arises moment by moment. Um, but you can see how, and maybe you experience this, how when you let go of the, the kind of tighter grip on something like the breath or sounds and just sort of like open yourself up to whatever the experience may be moment by moment, it's very, it's much easier to get spacey and to, to get distracted and to, to, to just, you know, lose track of what's going on. And that's why I think these other practices that we do, concentration practices, like following the breath like we did for the first 10 or 15 minutes, listening to sounds like that are, are really essential, I think, building blocks as we move up to the practice of open awareness. Um, so it's, you know, because it's, it's easy to say you're just being there with whatever's happening, but actually you're just sort of spacing out and thinking about all sorts of things, you know. So can you actually really notice the way in which the mind, you know, pulls you in different directions, thoughts arise, sensations? You know, can you really notice without getting caught up by by each of those momentary experiences? Um, so, so concentration practice and open awareness practice, I think they work together. They 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 support each other. I think that's why both kinds of practices um, need to be part of our our overall experience of meditation. That's why um, I make sure to do both kinds uh, on these different Tuesday nights. So um, I wanted to actually uh, um, respond to a question that I got during one of these phone conversations I've been having with people about practice. And um, I don't know, I think everyone here on the call knows that there's you're, you're welcome to request to chat on the phone about practice. I'm. I'm happy to do a 30 minute call like once every you know month or so. Um, and um, and I've been starting to do that for the last month and they've been really wonderful. These conversations has been um, it's been, yeah, really re rewarding to me. Um, and I got a, a question from someone um, a few weeks ago that um, I thought I would sort of, um respond to the whole group about um because i think it uh is something that not maybe not everyone but a number of people might be able to relate to um and and in answering it i think i'll be able to touch on um certain sort of aspects of practice that are, are just important in a general way so um <clears throat> the way this person uh asked the question was he said that he so he 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 um, learned how to meditate um, a little over a year ago by auditing the class I was teaching at Williams. Um, he's actually a student at the Center for Developmental Economics, and um, and now he's actually working at the Central Bank in the country of Uganda. And so we we chatted on Google Chat Meet, you know, and um, and he was saying so the you know ever since learning how to meditate, uh, you know, in that class about a year ago. Um, he said he feels like the practice has been very sort of beneficial. He can see in his own daily life and his experience how it's 
helping him so much. Uh, he feels more settled. He feels calmer. He feels less reactive in his daily life. So he's been no noticing those kinds of things. Okay. So, so in like many indications that it's been like a good thing to incorporate into his life, a positive thing to incorporate his life. But he's also noticed that more recently, like in the last couple of months or so, that he's starting to, um, as his awareness deepens, as he becomes more aware of both his thoughts, but also his sensations and emotions and feelings, that he's starting to feel a kind of sense of, um, and he was struggling for, to find the exact way to describe this, but so there's almost like a sense of um, hyper self-consciousness about all the sensations that he was experiencing in his body, like a, almost exaggerated awareness of, of the sensations. Um, and he even was tempted to use the word like almost like a kind of sense of vigilance or hypervigilance, like like overly kind of aware of um, and a, with a certain kind of slightly tight or tense quality to that awareness. Okay, um, and especially said when it comes to the awareness of his bodily sensations, because I think that the sensations, like the experience of bodily sensation, is something that um, has become much heightened because of his practice. I think um, he wasn't quite as tuned into you know, all the things were going on in his body before he started meditating. Now he seems almost like um, too intensely aware in a way. Um, and with this kind of slightly slight quality of like tension, like that he notices when he's feeling those sensations. This is something that I've, um, I've uh, heard a lot of people um, sort of describe as part of their sort of practice journey over the years. And that's one of the reasons why I thought I'd talk about this with the group as a whole. I think that what um, this person is describing is actually like kind of natural, um, something that people naturally feel as they sort of move into practice and as their practice deepens. I'm not sure it's inevitable. I'm not sure everyone feels, I'm not sure everyone on, on this call will relate to what this person is describing. But I think it's not at all uncommon. Um, and I think a number of people do. I, I know I myself um, have, have gone through the kind of experience that this, this, this person is describing. Okay. So I want to talk a little bit about it. Um, so I think the first thing, I think, and I, I think I'm going to focus on um, this kind of sense of um, like, uh, like, ex like extreme self-consciousness or hyper-awareness of his sensations, along with the quality of sort of tension or tightness that he's feeling. Um, so I think first, if someone is feeling this way, I think we need to make sure that the practice is really about awareness and not simply a, a form of self-consciousness. I think self-consciousness and awareness are different, but they're almost like they're like close cousins. And I think especially in the early days of practice, it, it's easy to confuse the two. Um, and where we think we're being aware of, um, of our experience, of our sensations, of our thoughts, but maybe what we're actually doing is we're just really like thinking more about them. You know, we're thinking more about the sensations, thinking more about our thoughts. Um, maybe we're even thinking about the breath rather than really tuning in in a nitty gritty way to the sensations of the breath, okay. Um, a way to make sure that we are actually practicing awareness and not actually just sort of um, intensifying the kind of self-consciousness that can be part of just everyone's ordinary life 
is to make sure that we are grounded in our sensations, that we're really feeling our sensations, that we aren't just thinking um, about sensation, we're just thinking about our thoughts, right? If we're really feeling our sensations, as this person clearly, I think, was in the way he described his experience, then I think we're on the right path. We are, you know, we're we're doing what we're supposed to be doing, right? If on the other hand, we realize that actually we're not that in touch with our sensations, we really can't feel our sensations very um, um, clearly or vividly, and that maybe we are more just like thinking about our experience, then I think that shows that what we need to do is really put a lot of energy into focusing our practice on awareness of physical sensations, really um, tuning into the physical dimension of our present moment experience. Okay. Okay. Um, so I think that's the first thing to check, right? But I'm, I'm assuming that most people on this call are actually practicing awareness. They're, pra- they're tuning into their bodies and we're not just becoming lost in, in heightened self-consciousness as we sit on the cushion, right? But it's a good thing to check, especially if you don't feel the body very much when you're practicing. Um, but assuming that we are getting lost in self-consciousness, that we are practicing awareness, right? Um, and then nevertheless, that awareness feels kind of colored by a sense of tightness, um, or even as this person was saying, like a kind of sense, like I'm kind of, kind of uh, there's a vigilance, a, a, a kind of a quality of like controllingness. Um, um, then I think it might be worth reminding ourselves that awareness is meant to be soft, right? It's not meant to be tight. Not when we follow the breath, we're not meant to control the breath. We're just literally feeling the breath, no matter what the breath is like. We're not we're not managing the breath, right? Um, and that when we feel sensations throughout the body, when we notice our thoughts, we're not trying to control them. We're not trying to make them go away. We're not trying to alter them in some way, right? We're just trying to be with our experience as it is, no matter what it's like, right? Sometimes that kind of reminder that awareness is meant to be soft, meant to be gentle, right? not meant to be controlling or tight. Sometimes that can help. Um, and you realize, oh, maybe I needed that awareness. And maybe, maybe I needed that reminder. You know, um, Maybe actually I was approaching my practice uh, in a kind of overly controlling or tight way. And when we remind ourselves or when we hear reminder, like in a guided meditation, to soften our awareness, to um, to just let things be, then we can sometimes feel uh, a palpable sense of sort of settling, um, a certain kind of you know, um, uh, yeah, just just a softening or a relaxation even. Right, that may help, and it is worth reminding ourselves of this important fact about practice, but. Sometimes, and maybe even a lot of times, I think it won't help, right? Um, Like we may remind ourselves to have a soft awareness, and yet that awareness might still, nevertheless, maintain a certain kind of tight quality, a certain kind of, there might be a kind of of tension, um, shadowing our awareness, coloring it, okay? And I think if reminding ourselves to have a soft kind of awareness doesn't help. I think it's because the issue is not that we are practicing 
mindfulness or awareness incorrectly. Um, it's not that we're making a mistake. It's not like, oh, we're doing the technique wrong or something, which is, I think, where this person's question was coming from. Like, am I doing something wrong? Like, am I practicing incorrectly? Because, like, I feel this kind of, like, tightness when I'm practicing awareness, right? Um, I think the thing is that if after we remind ourselves that there's a softer awareness and it doesn't help, that the tension stays there anyway, it's because it's not that we're doing something wrong. We're not we like we're not making a mistake. I think it's that our deepening awareness is actually making us more sensitive to or aware of an aspect of our minds or consciousness that was already there before we started practicing. Um, this kind of vigilance, this tightness that this person was feeling is probably not something that was produced by practice, certainly not by practice done incorrectly, but some aspect of his mind that is being revealed by the practice that he was engaging in, that was deepening. Um, and so you can't just make that go away. You can't just like, you know, um, turn that, that kind of tension off. And um, so the way to practice with that feeling of tightness or tension or vigilance or whatever the word is that you might want to use to describe it is to bring your awareness to that experience as well. Instead of seeing that kind of tension that may color our mindfulness practice, that may color our relationship to the breath as we follow it, instead of seeing that as a mistake or an error on our part that we can just fix, can we just let awareness be aware of the way that our awareness sometimes feels tight? Right? What kinds of sensations, what kinds of thoughts characterize this feeling of tightness in our experience of practice. Can we bring curiosity to that very thing that makes meditation sometimes feel tense or not pleasant, not soft, not relaxed, but actually a little bit almost like tightening, right? When we bring our awareness to that, instead of seeing it as a problem or a mistake, we can begin to notice that that awareness, our awareness, can be colored by things like fear or aversion, resistance, or maybe a desire to have some control of our experience. We can just start to see that, oh, actually like there are yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff going on there as i'm practicing as i'm following the breath i know it's also it's like I, i'm not just following the breath but i'm following the breath with this kind of impulse to control or to monitor or to, to or there's a certain kind of anxiety or fear um that's 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 shadowing my awareness as well and we can see that that's something that is part of our awareness itself um, we may also sometimes realize, that, oh, like I'm not just practicing mindfulness. It's almost like I'm constantly checking on the quality of my mindfulness as well. Like, am I doing this right? 
am I am I doing the right thing? You know, so along with our practice, there's also almost like a part of ourselves that's keeping track of our practice. Like, are are we are we doing things like the right way? Am I am I am I making mistakes? Um, what if I'm doing it wrong? Those kind of feelings, right? Um, and sometimes this can make our practice not just feel a little bit tight or tense, but also kind of give it a sense of like um, agitation or even urgency, right? Um, and it makes practice it can almost like this feeling of like practice something that we got to be like doing and we got to be doing it right all the time, you know, especially as we bring practice more and more into our everyday lives off the cushion. Um, sometimes I think this can be part of what the experience of practice can be like as our awareness deepens, we start to also become aware of the way in which there's a kind of slight tightness to the way we engage with our mindfulness. To tell ourselves to just relax, right? When we notice this kind of tension that I'm talking about is unlikely to be helpful in the same way that telling someone to relax when they're upset about something or telling ourselves to relax when you feel really, it's just often not very helpful, right? The much more helpful, skillful, productive way to approach these kinds of thoughts and feelings is to notice them, is to fold them into the field of awareness. See, the way that this um, person I was speaking to at practice was thinking about, it was like, oh, there's like, there's me, who's engaging in practice. And my practice feels a little bit like there's like, like a tension shadowing it. So am I, the person practicing, doing something wrong? But he wasn't seeing these very thoughts about like, am I doing practice right or wrong as part of the thing that he needed to practice with. Um, and so what I was encouraging him to do was expand the field of awareness so that even that part of you that is practicing the thoughts and feelings that that part of you has, those also are things to bring awareness to, to be mindful of. So you can be aware of your sensations and then also be aware that your awareness itself has a kind of tight or anxious or controlling quality to it, you know. You're aware of the, the feeling of the breath and also the fact that your awareness itself has a certain kind of tightness to it. That kind of awareness that can almost as it were like um, look, pay attention to even how you are being aware will over time shift the kind of tightness, the kind of tension that this person was asking about, right? Over time, it will soften. But just by noticing it and just by letting it be, right? If we fight that kind of tension, and this can we can do this, we can we can notice that oh we're following the breath, but we're kind of controlling the breath as we follow. If we try to like get rid of that tension, like because it feels uncomfortable, because you know the kind of tension that I'm that 
I'm talking about, the kind of tension that this is asking about, can make meditation feel sometimes very uncomfortable, you know, because it can, it, there's a kind of tightness, uh, kind of like, you know, um, a tautness to the practice. Uh, even sometimes I feel like, yeah, like meditation can make me feel even more tense than I did before I meditated. Um, but really what's happening is we're just becoming more aware of levels of tension that were already there. Right? And that awareness can be uncomfortable. We'd rather be oblivious to it, rather not feel it, right? It can be unpleasant to experience the kind of tension that I'm talking about, right? And we need to be patient. There can be weeks, more even months, sometimes years of just needing to sit through stretches of these kinds of feelings, right? But the more that we can just notice with curiosity, without judgment, this aspect of our own minds, the more we will experience moments and then even stretches of time when the slightly clenched quality of the mind, the slightly tense quality of awareness will just soften on its own. And we will be able to experience awareness beyond this aspect of our conditioning. An awareness that's not in the service of the ego, the ego trying to anxiously monitor its own experience, but an awareness that lies beyond the self. Awareness as the big self, right? Rather than just a technique employed by our small self. As I said before, uh, in various different contexts over the years I've been leading this group, right? Our psychological conditioning will often, maybe always, manifest in the way that we approach practice itself. We will bring to our meditation practice whatever other habits of mind, whether sort of tendencies of mind, the conditioning that we have, we will bring all of that to the way that we practice meditation. If we are controlling in other aspects of our life, we were anxious, other parts of our life, other lives, if we're sort of vigilant in other aspects of our life. Of course, and quite naturally, that will all show up in our practice itself. And I think we need to know that and be ready for it and be ready to practice with that. So a lot of what practice involves is being it's like sensitive to and tuned in, like how am I practicing awareness now? What's going on? Like this tension that I feel like I'm bringing to the breath, that's interesting. Yeah. It's uncomfortable, yes, but it's also interesting because very likely it's a reflection of tension that we also experience in other aspects of our life. So the experience of meditation can be like a laboratory. We can say, okay, I do all these things elsewhere in my life. I'm controlling, I'm fearful, right? I, um, I'm always monitoring myself and like because I'm, I'm worried about making mistakes or I feel like I always have to do things right. So of course we're going to do that in our meditation practice itself. It's not something to beat ourselves up for. It's not a simple mistake. It's not something we can just stop doing. Rather, see the way that our conditioning arises in our practice, in the way we approach practice, as an opportunity, a prime opportunity 
to learn something about ourselves. And also, maybe as importantly, to begin to relate to those parts of ourselves, to relate to our conditioning in a non-reactive way. Not trying to fight it, not trying to make that part of ourself go away, not try to you know, get rid of it, cut it off, right? Stuff it away. Because what we really want to do is relax. What we really want to do is feel soft, right? So I don't want to feel any of this, no. But rather, let it be there. Don't fight it. Just be aware of it. And know that over time, as we are just aware of that tendencies, that conditioning, without reactivity, without an inner kind of battle against it, right? without tension of that kind, it will soften on its own. It will move. It will change as all things will change when we stop like fighting them. Right? And I think one of the reasons why it's worth knowing all this because if we don't know this about practice, there is a serious risk that at some point we'll walk away from practice. Because we're probably going to say to ourselves, what is the point of meditation, right? Like, I did it because I want to feel relaxed. I want to feel open. I want to feel soft. I don't want to feel this tension or uptightness. And like, for these weeks or months, what I've been feeling, what I've been sitting is like this kind of tension or uptightness. It just seems like it's a part of my practice. I can't make it go away. I can't like get rid of it. Right. And if you don't realize that actually that is a natural and even important part of the experience of practice, if you don't have that awareness, that context, then it's going to seem like this is not for me. Or you're going to go hopping from one technique to another. Like, oh, like this technique of meditation is not working for me. So let me find something else. Maybe I should do yoga instead, or maybe I should do that kind of meditation practice instead, right? Because I know that, and just think, and then in the first few weeks, it might feel better because it's different. But then the tension that I'm talking about is going to emerge there because it's not part of the technique, it's part of us. And the practice is showing us what's within. We just allow it to be like everything else under the kind of non-judgmental light of awareness. That conditioning will begin to shift, change, alter. And um, we just sometimes need to have patience, you know. But also, I think, importantly, some kind of understanding that these moments where practice doesn't feel so good, where it feels like it's actually part of the path. Um, yeah. Okay, anyway, that's what I have for 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 us tonight. Are there any questions? Any, um, it took a little bit longer than I, I had planned, but um, yeah. And also leave some time next week if people want to talk about it anymore, but. Any thoughts, any questions? Does anyone relate to what I was talking? Do you want to share from your own experience? And um, that could be really useful for people. So um, anything. Maybe I'll just ask for like a take an informal poll. Could people relate to what this person was asking about this way that like sometimes practice you you feel like you know there's a kind of tightness to it, you know, when you um what uh sort of tense quality to your awareness. I'm just yeah, seeing some nodding of heads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And do you ever feel like God, 
why can't I meditate right? Like, what am I doing wrong, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Okay. Looks like no one has anything to say. That's fine. I will just say that it's always wonderful to sit with you all. It really is. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm so glad that I started the group back up again. It's really nice to sit with other people like this. So thank you for being here and being a part of this. So could we sit for just half a minute together in silence and then we'll say goodnight? Okay, all right, wonderful. Okay. Thank you, everyone. It's good to see you all, and I'll see you in a couple of weeks. Thanks so much, Bernie. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Bernie. Good night. Good night. Good to see you.